This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Good morning with Jamie Lint, Jeff McGuire, and Chuck Hines. Yates Flooring Center chat line is open. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app. It's presented by Happy State Bank. Uh, this, Chuck, are you and Finkner ready for the game tonight? I know Mark is. I, I'm I'm pretty sure I am. I'm nervous about tonight. I don't know why. Just, I'm nervous about tonight. Is that okay to be nervous? I mean, I'm not, I'm not nervous. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm un, uneasy about tonight. So. Oh, that's a little, a little scary. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Coach Kerlick talked uh, in her media availability about how they were really anxious to get back out there because they, I, I mean, I don't think she used the the word embarrassed, but it feels like they really didn't feel like they put their best foot forward in their, in their scrimmage, and they're really anxious to yeah. get out there and show the crowd that they're a lot better than what the mm-hmm. way they played that night. Yeah. Would you, would you agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, um, you know, on, on one hand, I mean, they committed 20 turnovers. Um, so they were, they were really not very good with the basketball. Uh, that led she, to 23 points. She said that she feels like this team has a chance to be special. This Lady Raider team? Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay. Well, I was just <laughs> clarifying. I want to make sure. Um, that's, I, that's, that's pretty bold. I that, mean, I don't... Yeah. She he, talked about the team being deeper. She talked mm-hmm. about the team being more athletic, mm-hmm. faster, I, all the above, and, and deeper even though you've lost two girls for the season. Right. So that's, that's I mean, that's those are big words. Those are big words. I mean, I mean the, when you start using the word special. Uh-huh. I, I'll, tell you who I th- I'll tell you who I think is going to be really special is Kyla Freelon. Um, last year, uh, she started one game. She averaged about... 12 minutes. She played in 34. She averaged three points a ball game and about three rebounds a game. She had a double double in the, um, you know, in the exhibition against Northern Arizona. And, and, you know, for all the things that didn't go well in that game, she went well in that game. And mm-hmm. Coach Gorlick, before the start of the season, called her the most improved from last year to this year. And just, I think Kyla's growing into her body. She looks like she's a little bit stronger. Um, she's very athletic, can get up and down the floor. Um, the, 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 of the, of the two that they lost, the one that was the most concerning in my, in my mind was, uh, Jazzy on Jackson, the, who was going to run the point from, uh, UTEP. She's a transfer. And so she's out with an Achilles, uh, uh, ruptured Achilles and she's had the surgery and, uh, she's off the little cart now. I don't, I don't know if she's working out yet, probably doing some light stuff. Um, and then uh, Jojo Nawari uh, blew out her knee first practice. So they've known for quite some time they're not going to have those two. But Elena uh, Eureke, I'm excited to see her. She's she's from uh, UTEP as well. And we saw her in the NIT. And she's a you know a really physical player. Uh, was the defensive player of the year in Conference USA last year. And then uh, Bailey Maupin, who was on the uh, All-Big 12 freshman team, you know, she she's someone who will, is, could, should be expected to score in double figures. Um, she did not score against uh, Northern Arizona and had five turnovers, but she's going to have to run the, um, the point. Um, 
And then, uh, which you would think would take her away from scoring opportunities, right? right. But she's gonna she's gonna have to be a bit of a playmaker with that. Um, so she's a great offensive player, no she, doubt. She she is, and and they may use uh, Ashley Chevalier and and others uh, to run the point. Maybe even um, there's just some others that may, or they may even kind of do some kind of a hybrid deal. Um, well, Chevalier definitely is a point guard, yeah. but she would just be the option coming off the bench yeah she, she just, didn't start any game she played yeah. 32 she we, did she played in 32 she averaged about 11 minutes it feels like putting Malpin at the point guard position what you're saying is we want our best five players on the court as mm-hmm. much as possible yeah. even though that's not her natural position right and I think I think Jordan Merritt is going to be somebody that Lady Raider fans are really really going to enjoy watching and she did not play against Northern Arizona she was in uh, I believe concussion protocol she's a a transfer from Florida. She's out of Plano. She was a five-star recruit, a teammate of Katie Farrell, who played for the Lady Raiders last year. She's on the Cheryl Miller list for small forwards. She averaged seven points a game and almost a little over five rebounds a game last year for Florida. But she is she's athletic. She can get up and down the floor. She, You look at her and you go, oh, that looks like a basketball player. Okay? So I just think that – and big smile. And uh, I think that I think that would be – I think that'd be she'd be somebody that you really, really uh, will will enjoy uh, watching. So, uh, look forward to seeing uh, Jordan Merritt tonight um, and seeing her start. So she's six three, and uh, I think she's got she's got some size. And then um, another player that is uh, is brand new to this team is is Jada Wynn. We saw her last year for Colorado. She's a transfer. Um, she. Uh, she actually had three points in a game against the Lady Raiders last year for Colorado. <laughs> That's the transfer world that we live in, right? So, so yeah, I, and and then um, and then Riley McKinney's back, and Jazz Shazers is back, and Saga Ukanen is back, um, and then Logan Johnson, who is a freshman out of Houston, I think. She has a chance to be a really, really special player for the Lady Raiders. I think Jazz Shavers is the girl that everybody overlooks. Like at times last year, I thought she provided a really good mm-hmm. spark of offense for mm-hmm. you and um, player who can score at all three levels, aggressive, getting to the rim. So yeah, I'm 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 a fan of hers, and and it feels like she kind of gets forgotten. She had a, a a bit of a shoulder injury towards the end of last year that affected her shot. And affected her minutes. She started 17 games, played in 34, averaged almost eight, and she had 13 and nine rebounds in the loss to uh, Northern Arizona. So, yeah, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm, I, I think they are more athletic. I think they, they can get up and down the floor more. I think they uh, are very. It seemed to be, it looks to be an intelligent basketball team. So we'll see. We'll see tonight when they take on UT. RGV. So you keep saying they just, can get up and down the floor. Mm-hmm. For those that aren't, you know, basketball savants, that means should mean they can push the tempo. I think they can push. Do you the think tempo. they will? Yeah, I think they will. I think they okay. want to tonight. I think they want to control the tempo tonight. They don't want. We'd like to think that any basketball player can get up and down the floor. <laughs> that we're not just going to keep them at one end, right? Right. No, they've right. been. Yeah. Okay. I heard you and Clint talking yeah. about that a little bit yesterday yeah. about hey you guys in your intramural games. I mean, do you, do you do you just leave one down there because you can't get up and down the floor? Or? Yeah, right. No. So do you think they'll go a little more up tempo? Seems like the seems like the men want to. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. And, and Coach McCaslin's been very adamant that that's you know you can only do that if you play solid defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and 
And the, th- the thing that's concerning about tonight for me is you, you, you play a team that's that's got a lot of players that have played together. Uh, they had a lot of starts together last year. They played a couple of games in Puerto Rico in in August. So they've and look, Lady Raiders have been all these teams have been practicing all year long. So it's not like they just picked up the basketball October fifteenth said, "Okay, here we're ready to go." What do we got, Coach? Um, and they they have a gal, uh, <clears throat> Ayanna Dorsey. Um, uh, she's a transfer from Tarleton, but she was their leading scorer. She's back. She averages sixteen. They have their second and third leading scores back from a year ago. They got a, a very high percentage of their points back, like 68% of their points back from last year. So the, one of my keys to the game tonight is, is, is this, is they have a veteran team, a lot of experience. They won exhibition, the two games in Puerto Rico. Don't mess around. Don't, don't get behind. Don't, don't let them get out and start, because they'll, they'll, they'll shoot a lot of threes. Dorsey's got NBA three-point range. Don't let them get hot. And don't let them feel like that they can come in here and win a ball game. Because, I mean, they'll play Texas at home. They play us on the road. But other than that, I mean, this is kind of a Super Bowl game for them to knock off a Big 12 team, Power 5 team, you know, team in the state of Texas. Well, you're at 100% strength, Coach said yesterday or two days ago. So that that's good. Yeah, I guess it was yesterday. So that's uh, that's good news. Yeah. Eight, excuse me, not 825, 624, 624. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Good morning with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire on Chuck Hines. Actual comments. <laughs> Do you need actual comments from me today? Uh, you know, you are off to a good start, so I think we're we're... We're good. We're we're good with the just keep keep the mo going. Okay, a uh, couple things here from uh, Coach McGuire's uh, media event yesterday. Uh, first of all, he said everybody that played last Thursday is ready to go, so no injuries from the yeah. TCU game. Okay, um, he did say that Mason Tharp uh, will probably be cleared, and he was he was almost to the point of saying will be cleared, but. He was right, right there on the on the edge of it for uh, the UCF game. So you can expect to see Mason Tharp back uh, a week from Saturday against UCF. Okay. Uh, also, Cole Spencer, um, although Spencer uh, is still dealing with a lower leg injury, I believe it's his right leg um, that he's that he's dealing with. So he is he is out this week. Um, and then the other uh, person that. Uh, is going to be back this week that was out last week is Steve Linton. And that's that's a big one to get back. Sure. He said he should be good to go. His back tightened up last Tuesday. It was much better. Yesterday, he said he feels good. He said he should be able to play um, in the ball game on Saturday against Kansas. So that's that's good news. Um, the, the thing that was really interesting um, – and I, I think this is what happens when you get to a point where you're four and five, um, is that you start looking at guys that still have a redshirt year left, and you start kind of managing their time, especially with these guys that have have played three games or have played two games and have two left, and how's and you've got three games left, right? You got 
Kansas, UCF, and then the game against Texas the day after Thanksgiving. So Mike Dingle uh, has a shoulder injury that he hurt during high school. It was repaired, uh, but is is dinged up. Uh, they're going to shut him down for the rest of the year. Okay, so he is he is done playing for this year. Okay, uh, John Curry uh, is going to play this week, and then they're going to shut him down because it'll be his fourth game. And then the one that was really interesting, and this has kind of gone, gone back and forth a little bit, is uh, is Jacob Rodriguez. They are going to he he can play this week, and then play next week. And basically, what happens is if they win this week, then they're going to have another conversation, and he'll play against UCF, and then and then after that, they're going to shut him down, so that they're going to preserve his red shirt. Well, that would just mean that he wouldn't play in the Texas game. Right. Because he can play in the bowl game. Right. Okay, so I am totally get your what we're going here with um, you can only play in four games to keep to prefer, preserve your red shirt. Mm-hmm. Totally understand that. What does, you mentioned, these are the kind of things that happen when you're four and five. What does that have to do with anything at this point? Because I think what, what you're saying to yourself is you're going to have, you're going to preserve your depth for the future. I think if you were so we don't have games in front of us that matter. No, I'm just I'm uh, yes, I'm just saying to you, I'm just saying to you by doing that, by by saying to Rodriguez and by saying to Curry, you're not going to play in the Texas game regardless. Don't don't you think the reason that they're playing in the next two and not Texas is because th- that's the best chance for you to win those games? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And and so, my my so point the, is the record really doesn't factor in. Well, you, my, you have games that matter. Well, my, you need to win two more games. Well, I, so I, you're all in on winning the next yes, two games. Yes, my, my my thought though is is that if you were uh, nine and two going into the Texas game and you needed to win that game for, to get to a Big Twelve championship, would that would that narrative well, you change? You better be playing them then. Yeah, right. <laughs> that narrative. Yeah. That narrative would change. That's my only point. I I don't think the narrative is changing at all here. You, whether you were going for a big, if you were eliminated from mm-hmm. a bowl contention, yes, save them, save them. But you are not eliminated. No, I Up know that. Until the point that you're eliminated, you got to go for it. Okay, so let me ask you this. Or, or as a Red Raider fan, I'm disappointed in that. Okay, so let me let me just ask you this. Let's say you win this week and you lose next week, or you lose this week and you win next week, and you need to win the Texas game to become bowl eligible. Are you still all? All hands on deck, or are you trying to kind of preserve the future a little bit? Well, you know that you've um, you've already played. Well, I mean, I guess in that situation, that that would be a different situation, just because of what's your confidence level that you can win at Texas. Mm-hmm. That that's where you would have a different conversation then. Now, not now. No, I know. Not I know. now. My, not my, now. My, my, my. It, if if you're telling me the coaching staff is not all in to win the next two games, no, I, I'm not saying that at all. Yeah, I know. I know they're not. But you bringing up four and five. I'm just saying that I'm bringing up four and five because you, if you win the next two weeks and all of a sudden now you're six and five, you're not gonna and you're you're not gonna burn a you're not gonna burn a year for to for the chance to finish seven and five. You would, agree, agree, and that, and so agree. My point is is that two years from now or three years from now, you might look at this situation and go, man, I'm really glad that we we preserved Jacob Rodriguez's. Redshirt year because Manny's playing fantastic and we're we're ten and zero with a chance to go 
eleven and 0, 12 and zero, and get into the college football playoff, and we have all oh, this extra geez. depth here because we didn't play these guys. And wow. in three months, we could be looking at all the guys that enter the transfer portal that exactly. were using a red shirt. Yeah, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Not if we split the next two, I want Jacob Rodriguez to play against Texas. I don't think he will. Yeah, well, that's disappointing to me. I don't. I mean, that's yeah. didn't isn't that the isn't that the what what you got out of that? Um, what I got out of it and what I want out of it are two different things. Okay. What I got out of it is that they're trying to win the next two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think which all that totally cha- makes sense. Sure. I think yeah. all of that can change if something happens if you don't win the next two. But, um, yeah, the the whole thing about redshirt conversation that there are several members of the media that are very interested in guys who are getting redshirts and who are not. Um, in the age of the in Shock. the age of the transfer portal, mm-hmm. I yeah, I, I'm sorry it doesn't affect us. Yeah, anymore. I'm not trying to save anybody because I I, there's I I got a no time for that. Decent chance they're not sticking around. Okay, I mean that's a, you 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 both make good points there. You both. Make, my only thought was, I was just trying to uh, think a little ahead and go. Uh, you might have some extra depth as a result of this couple years from now well if you can recruit like you say you can recruit and you have been able to recruit so recruit so far you shouldn't be worrying about what's going on three years from now and that that's a that's a that's a fair point too that's a that's a fair point the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 is presented by cantex roofing and construction drive good morning with jamie linton jeff mcguire i'm chuck hines we'll have uh the high school fan zone tonight at seven on 100.7 the score coaches from Monterey and Lubbock Highs, uh, we shift, and they have shifted to basketball, but I mean, for now, both those schools, they're done with the football season. And um, so we've, uh, we'll move on, and uh, girls and boys hoops. Uh, women's hoops tonight for the Lady Raiders, they open up their season. Uh, at 5.30 this evening, our uh, broadcast begins on 100.7, excuse me, 107.7 Yes FM. That'll be uh, Lady Raider basketball against UTRGV, University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley, the Caros. I think I'm saying That's that a right. fun name. Yeah. Uh, we'll have it at 6, and so I uh, look forward to seeing folks at the arena. Game 1. Uh, so you have uh, seven returners from last year, and a uh, team that had had a little bit, got to taste a little bit of success, postseason success for the first time since 2013. Won a couple of games in the WNIT, and their big goal is to uh, make it to the NCAA tournament. Their goal tonight is to score 75 and to hold uh, Rio Grande Valley to 59. 59 was the so that's the that's the goal tonight. Okay, so that would be a win. <laughs> That'd be like a 16 point win. Yes, it would. Would be like a win. So they're I'm, looking for a 16 point win, and you're nervous. I'm nervous. You're nervous. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. I just I am. I'm just. I'm on. You know. I'm. Maybe it's. Uh, maybe it's opening night. Maybe it's. Uh, That's probably what it is. You know. Maybe it's just. You know. I, I hate the fact that you had two injuries already, and you've been dinged up a little bit, and sure. you know, with different ones. I mean, not everybody's been healthy um, during this. You know, off season and you know, getting ready for the or for the last season year or the year before or the year before or the year before. Yeah, Let, no. Let's it's not pretend you've just had a whole lot of health over on the Lady Raiders side. No, it's 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 frustrating. It, it's very comparable to the Texas Tech quarterback situation yeah. for the amount of injuries at a, a key position you've had. Fifty six is the goal tonight to hold them to, and seventy five is the goal to uh, to uh, score by. So, is there a is there a method to the number that they come up with the fifty six? I don't know. That's a, that. That's just what they would like to do. It just seems kind of random. But, I, I mean, if the there's the it might make sense. I don't know. Yeah, no. It, it, 
perfectly could, could like if they had perfect. said 55 i would have yeah. thought oh okay yeah. just, i don't know but 56 sounds funny it it does it it does <laughs> i don't i don't know why but i mean here's here's this is why i'm nervous is that they return 68 percent of their points 61 percent of their made threes um you know um 71% of their made free throws, 61% of their rebounding. Seven players started 10 or more games last year. And Well, Chuck, they I, don't get those points back. They have to earn them again. I, I, I know. I know. Are you also nervous for um, the Red Raiders tomorrow night against A&M Commerce? I don't know enough about either one of those teams to say that I'm nervous about that. Um, I just I just would say this. I mean, I think, you know, for, for the Lady Raiders, I mean, they returned seven. You've got uh, Riley McKinney. She had 26 starts. Jazz Shavers had 17 starts. Um, uh, this team was picked 10th in the Big 12 so they're they're not happy about that um, because the all the newcomers were picked behind them BYU, Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF I think that'll be somewhat of a, a chip on their shoulder they're 5-0 and against UTRGV last time they played them was in 2020 there's one player left um, from that team you keep reading me stuff I keep getting more confident um, there's one player on both teams that played in that game in 2020, which was three years ago. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? A little bit, yeah, but I guess it's just kind of the sign of the times, the way the way it's gone. Yeah, Ariana Sturdivant, she's a, now a junior from Richmond. She played 11 minutes and uh, scored uh, three points in the ball game, I believe. So, there you go. That's uh she was 0 for two from three and had three rebounds and three turnovers. There you go. All right. So that's that's probably it. Probably not right. her best day. Probably not her best day, but she's familiar with the rims, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> unfortunately you said she went 0 for three, so she's familiar that they're not friendly. Uh let's see here. Uh Paul wants to know what tie will you be wearing this evening, Chuck? I've got my uh red and, I got a red and black uh, Texas tech tie on today. <laughs> Paul, but thank you for asking. And that doesn't make you feel better? I feel I feel really confident in my game day apparel today. Yes. What could what could we do to make you feel better about this, Chuck? <sighs> Maybe if they go to shoot around and they make a bunch of shots today. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's uh get one thing here from Coach Joy McGuire. He was asked uh, what makes the Kansas offense so effective this year. And they're you know, there's there's as multiple as anybody in the country. Um, there's never going to be a time to where they're just going to line up. Uh, they're going to shift. They're going to motion. They're going to shift into a wildcat formation with their two running backs, four and 20. Uh, they'll have 12 in the backfield. Um, they're going to run some option. They're going to run the outside zone. They're going to take shots off the option. Um, they just, you know, they find ways to uh, create explosive plays. That's uh, Coach Joy McGuire. I mean, in, in, and the other thing he said, he said that the offensive coordinator for Kansas finds ways to use other teams' explosive plays and then incorporate them into their system. So that's one thing that they're really concerned about is limiting the number of explosive plays that Kansas has against the Red Raiders on uh, on Saturday morning. So that he's, you're basically was saying that uh... – their coordinator does a good job of stealing ideas from other teams. I think that's genius. I think that's really good. I mean, 
That's really good. Uh, it is really good. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, he also he also says that you know he may have said this there, but he 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 reiterated that there is multiple as as anybody, but they will never just line up. I just know that their team speed is really good on offense. Mm-hmm. I mean. And and again, they're the the quarterback is not as good of a throwing quarterback as the as the the starter was, who was what Big Twelve offensive preseason player of the year. Yeah, I mean, the potential will be really really good, but their offense is still great with Jason Bean back there, and um, he's he's not the passer, um, but man, he's fast. That dude can go, mm-hmm. and so um, you know we've all as Red Raider fans been kind of burnt by the you know quarterback running and we're always nervous and scared about it well this is a guy who definitely can hurt you that way he said there's only two players that on his team that are as fast as Bean, uh miles thompson and tyler hollins so don't let him get out in space right because he could uh he could really really hurt you hurt yeah you. and it, i mean you may be a team that wants to keep a spy with one of your linebackers i, I don't know if a linebacker gets the job done mm-hmm is if he gets out in the open field, I don't know that that linebacker is fast enough to run him down. Yeah. So I don't. You may have to figure out a devise a scheme where, you know, you keep some sort of spy and it's a, you know, one of your safeties. Yeah. Uh, here's a, here's a little um, morning drive sarcasm. Well, jokes on him this week. We don't have any explosive plays. Wow. <laughs> I laughed a little too hard at that when I read it. Uh, Syntax Hank says, Chuck, please quit being a negative Nelly about tonight's game. I just said I was. And this is why he's the play-by-play voice of the Lady Raiders. Mark Finkner responded to the question of why 56. He says 14 times 4 equals 56. So 14 a quarter for four quarters. Hold him to 14 there you go. a quarter. That's, I, we could just hang up and listen to Mark tonight. <laughs> He'll just, I, that's, that's like... That's really good. Well, I won't call in, but I'll listen. So, yeah, I'll just listen to Mark. <laughs> okay, well, do, am I allowed a follow-up question? Sure. Why 14 a quarter? That <laughs> seems random, too. Okay. Like 15 seems normal, right? I'm Maybe sure. it's under, under 15? 15. Under 15. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, they can yeah. get 14 a quarter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure, there's, I'm sure there's a reason there, it's, too. I'm so glad that Mark is there to <laughs> keep too. you on the straight and narrow lines. <laughs> I... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Keep me from jumping off the bridge or getting to... The Sky Bridge? The Sky Bridge, yeah, which we don't, which we don't have. That's why we're not building one. I'm telling you. Th- in my, li- in my lifetime, there will be a Sky Bridge between that Womble and that arena. Okay? You... Careful what you say, Chuck. Last time you had to write a check and make a, che- <laughs> a, a coat go away. <laughs> the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. I know it appears (laughs) that I've moved on from football and I'm heading to basketball because basketball season's here and I'm Mm -hmm. just forgetting about the Red Raider football team. Okay. That's not the case. I kind of feel like I've just run out of questions about our football team. Okay. <laughs> Still a lot of questions. Uh, yeah. Run out of questions or run out of answers? Answers, right. <laughs> well, I just, I've run out of questions. Okay. So I try to mix it up for you guys. All right. I try to entertain you. And I want we, you to and, have fun. We, and we try to entertain you as best we can. <laughs> well, what you do. Uh, all right. So we're going to talk Red Raider 
uh, men's basketball today. Okay. I want you to tell me the newcomer and the returner that you're the most excited about for our basketball team this year. Okay. Let me get to the to the roster here. Um, I, I think for me, the returner, I'm, I'm just anxious to see how he's developed in terms of his court awareness for his teammates, shot-making ability, how he's going to put this team potentially on his back. Pop Isaacs. You definitely need him to be a stud if you're going to be a yeah. good team. Yeah. And and then I'm going to go the I'm going to go with can can we can we finally have a big fella make a difference? And I'm I'm going to go with the the 7 footer. Is he 7? Warren Washington 7 foot. Okay, I'm going to go with Warren Washington. 7 foot. I'm going to go with the seven. If it weren't for the fact that I know Chuck is looking down at his phone at the roster. Yeah. I swear he's cheating off of my sheet of paper. Yeah. Because uh, those are the exact same two mm-hmm. that I'm looking forward to. And what did you guys make about Warren's game against the Aggies? It did not score in that game. Yeah. You know, coach said last week um, that he felt like one of the reasons that you were able to get so many open transition threes mm-hmm. was that Warren was running the floor hard and getting to the rim, which forced defenses to get back and sag on him and open things up for Pop and other guys to mm-hmm. shoot threes. I think he said they were 8 of 9 in transition threes, which is it's a fantastic number. That's obviously. a crazy number. Yeah. Um, well, the transition three should be the most open one. Sure. Okay. No, but the not, fact that you hit eight of nine is my point. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It yeah. should be the highest percentage. Mm-hmm. So not the dribble up, not put, dribble up the court and you shoot it, mm-hmm. but dribble kick out to an should be a wide open shooter if you're in transition. Right. Um, so that makes a little bit of sense, but still that's a crazy high number. Crazy high number. So he was giving Warren, um, what I, my point was here was that he was giving Warren a lot of credit for helping in other areas. He did have seven rebounds, but he didn't score a single point against the Aggies. And, and that's where I'm excited for him is on the defensive end. I, I mean, the fact and, that and the he rebounds. only took one shot had me a little confused. He was uh, all he was uh, Pac-12 all-defensive team last year. Um, 841 points, 569 rebounds in his career, and 111 block yeah. shots. I, he, I think foul trouble was a big factor for Warren as well. He averaged nine, almost seven rebounds, a couple blocks uh, for Arizona State last year. He he also spent time at uh, at Oregon State in uh, Nevada. <laughs> so, man, this could be four four alumni associations after him. <laughs> See, there's a reason right there to just stay at one school. All right. You have four. You can have four. One of us. Hey, he's a beaver. He's a Wolf Pack. He's a Sun Devil. He's a Red Raider. I think you just say he's a wolf. Not a, he's a Wolf Pack. Wolf Pack is he's North Carolina. Wolf. He's just one. But 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 is he a one man Wolf Pack? <laughs> and then and then, then there were two of us in the Wolf Pack. Yeah. yeah. Next thing you know, you're in Las Vegas. Uh, anyway. All right. All right, Jeff. We're in Washington. Um. It the when I think of the success that you had through that run. It was your defense that was carrying you. And sure. what you had at that point, that entire time, was somebody down low that can really affect the other team's offense. 
if Warren Washington was nothing else, seven feet and in the way yeah. makes him uh, in, right. makes him effective in a defensive position. But as we talked about in the AM, he was up and down the court. He was getting down there quick, so guys were having to adjust offensively to what he could do. If he doesn't score a point, I will be shocked. But it won't bother me if he's stopping the other team from doing anything that they want to do down low. Even though that basketball has changed from, you know, the running high lows and, and, and running through the center, you still want to attack the basket. And if he can do what it looks like he's capable of doing down low, the other team will not be able to affect the, uh, attack the basket, which means that you're making them one-dimensional, and that's always exponentially easier to defend. Okay. All right, who's your returner? Pop. Uh, be, uh, he's the guy that you need to be the biggest star of this team. Yeah. He's the guy you need to be taking shots and, and really directing this offense and and controlling where they go. And that's why I'm excited because I think he's taking that next step. But we'll have to see. Yeah, uh, obviously he was terrific in that game against uh, Texas A&M Sunday before last. So, uh, and I and I think after seeing what he did last year, I think it makes sense that um, you know you're expecting a lot out of him this season. My returner that I'm I'm the most interested in is Lamar Washington. First off, I love the fact that he stayed, and I know that was in question there. Mm-hmm. For a little while, and love the fact that the coaching staff wanted him back, and he wanted to be here. All that good stuff. Loved his game on last Sunday, thirteen points. I, I just feel like he's a guy that can fill up the stat sheet. I think he does a lot of different things for you. He is not a he's not a gunner. He's not a shoot first guy. Okay, that doesn't mean he can't score, but he's a slasher. He gets to the rim a lot more than than shooting outside. But I, I just love his game. I think it's it's well rounded. Uh, again, he gets a decent amount of assists. He rebounds. He plays physical defense. I, I just think he's a complete player. I want to see his – now, for him to take the next step, he's got to be a little bit better on the perimeter shooting the ball, okay? And then for me, uh, as far as the newcomers go, I'm all in on Chance McMillan. He was terrific against Texas A&M. Uh, I mean, you saw him do really, really good things. And 17 points in that contest, I, I think he's going to be a star for the Red Raiders. So – I, I think he's a, people are kind of sleeping on him a little bit. So um, he's the Grand Canyon transfer, I believe. Yes, that's correct. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm really excited about Chance McMillan. I think we should clip that, hold on to that, see what uh, the end of the year looks like with regard to Jamie's expert analysis there. I'm serious. I think that was really good stuff there. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Kind of very active week. We've got women's hoops tonight against UTRGV, 1077 Yes FM, 530, broadcast time, 6 o'clock, the tip from the arena. Tomorrow night, Texas A&M Commerce, Texas Tech and uh, A&M Commerce will open up the men's basketball season. Our coverage begins at 6, the tip at 7 from United Supermarkets Arena. Thursday night, it's Red Raider football with Joey McGuire. He'll talk about his team, the game coming up this week with uh, Kansas, and then also we'll have on uh, 100.7 the score, Lubbock Cooper playoff football. They'll take on El Paso Parkland, 4.30 the broadcast time, 5 o'clock to kick from the Pirates place here in Lubbock. On uh, on Friday night, we'll have Lady Raider basketball. They uh, take on Tarleton, 6.30 broadcast time, 7 o'clock to tip. Then we'll have our very first ever Liberty 
high school basketball game. They take on Monterey at 7.30. We'll have that on 93.1 Texas FM. That'll be cool. That'll be their first yeah. basketball game. That's a that's the boys, right? That is the boys, correct. Okay. The okay. girls have already played games. Okay. And then, uh, so the first boys game, and then we'll have friendship football as they take on El Paso Eastwood down in El Paso. That's playoff football for the Friendship Tigers. So that'll be cool. And then uh, Saturday, of course, Optimum Game Day live coverage with uh, Texas Tech in Kansas from Lawrence at 11. That's yeah, a busy week. That the Cooper parents are feeling better about things than the Friendship parents. Right. Right. Yeah. Play at home. Sure. Five o'clock or five o'clock. Like six o'clock in El Paso. Tell the boss man, boss lady, hey, you got a kid playing over at Cooper, playing in the band, on the cheer squad, palm squad, sign squad, you know, meat cooking team, all that stuff. They got to meat cooking. Yeah, get all those kids over there to make sure everybody's supporting the Pirates. Yeah. I mean, if you're going Man, they've to got watch that your Tigers, you're basically saying, hey, I'm going to spend the night in El Paso. They drill that in, that pirate mentality, pretty early because uh, um, yesterday, Boy Wonder told uh, the lucky lady that he was a pirate. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and he's, I mean, he's in, he's not even been there a semester yet, so he's already a pirate. That's good. It was, it was, it was, he was all about it, yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Buy in. That's what you He's, want. You've got the buy in, right? Mm-hmm. I just got to get in the playbook so that he can understand what what kind of place we should be running out there in the driveway, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I want to make sure that we get to kind of get things as we're moving things along here. We make sure that we're handing the ball off on the right side. Okay. Or, or getting the ball in his hands. He'll probably be a quarterback, would be my guess. <laughs> He's got some speed. Okay. He's got some speed. I can see him now running down the sideline, screaming at the opponents, this is the day you almost caught the young phenom. <laughs> Do you yell, what are we doing, when he drops balls that you like, throw what are you doing? Him? What yeah. are you doing? Uh, yeah. Right. You know, and he throws a bad pass to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And what are the, we doing here? What are we doing here, young phenom? And yeah. boy wonder, you know, we've got yeah. both of them out there in the well, driveway. I mean, if I'm, you know, Coach Darden or Coach Catwinkle, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, you know, you as you say that this is the future of Cooper football right here, okay, mm-hmm. You, they probably would ask that you have somebody else train him. Yeah. <laughs> teach him play yeah, and yeah. how to read defenses and yeah, like right. probably want right you know, maybe you could hire someone that yeah. You know, yeah knows what they're doing i saw hex's little boys playing football too choice has got a little boy playing football too aaron dickens has got a boy playing football that kid's that kid's yeah that kid's how gonna about be a, that i know how about that like the whole staff's got a bunch of foot we got a half a team got almost. an athletic group here <laughs> I should all be on one team together. You can sit in the crowd and cheer on your little ones. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So. That's what we do, man. That's what we do. We coach. We coach them up and get them ready. Can okay? you, Jeff, can you just imagine it? Hacks, Choice, Chuck, Aaron, all sitting together at like a middle school football game or whatever. Yeah, that'd be something. That'd be fun. <laughs> quick before one of them's like 
Chuck, tell your grandkid, you know, to throw the ball to my kid. Quit, yeah. Why do we keep giving the ball to Woodman's kid? Because right, he's fast. He scores a touchdown every time. <laughs> yeah. Could we let somebody else touch the ball? Yeah. All right. All right. So, anyways, we got a we got a busy. Dickens, busy... get your kid to block. What are you doing up there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. I think he said he's an offensive lineman. He is an offensive yeah, lineman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shelly wants to know if I've bounced any more balls off of Boy Wonder's noggin recently. No, I have not. <laughs> Threw a ball off his off his. But he was hey, he was tough. He's tough. Kids don't forget that. Kids don't forget that. Every time I, um, my youngest and I were shooting hoops on top of a cruise ship once, uh-huh. and I threw a behind the back pass to her, and hit her right square in the nose. Ooh. Okay, she was probably. Oh, five. Uh-huh. And still to this day, like anytime we see someone take one off the face, she's like, remember when you did that on a cruise ship? <laughs> like, hey, get over it already. Yeah. <laughs> it's been 10 years. It's like daughter number two. We so much as drive by the fair. There was a time she, I had her on my shoulders. Okay. She was really young. Had her on my shoulders and she wanted down. And we were underneath the lemonade stand. I forgot that we were underneath the lemonade stand because she demanded to be down. I put her down. Unfortunately, I lifted her up straight into the awning of the of the lemonade stand. At which time she as I put her down, she ran screaming into her mother, who was holding a glass of lemonade, and then all of a sudden was wearing the glass of lemonade. That's not been forgotten in my house. What are we doing here? <laughs> Uh, I have a friend who lost his two front teeth from his dad nailing him with a baseball when he was 10. Yeah. There you go. I mean, it was just a simple behind-the-back pass. Right. Mean, be ready. <laughs> That's what right. What do we do? Be ready. Okay, we've squirreled that away. Uh, we're going to get to Joey McGuire here in just a moment, uh, where he'll talk about how he, what he would like to change uh, with regard to officiating. And this, this was... Uh, Obviously, the the topic was, you know, it was not discussed, but it was kind of discussed of, you know, the Oklahoma State situation against Oklahoma, where it was clearly pass interference and it wasn't called. Why? You can judge for yourself, but how can you fix officiating in the Big 12? Joy McGuire will give you his opinion on that next this morning on the morning drive. It is 8-10. Again, Boy Wonder will tell you, I am a pirate. (laughs) (laughs) Kid's going to be four in December, but he's a pirate. He's good. That's right. He's all in. He's bought in. He's bought in with that pirate mentality. You have it and I want it. I will take it from you. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at DoubleT97.3.com.